So he says, show me a denarius, whose inscription, whose image are on it? They replied, Caesar's. He says, then give back to Caesar what is Caesar's and give back to God what is God's. Actually, that's not the best rendering of what Yeshua said. The Greek more accurately says this, then give back the things of Caesar and the things of God give to God. So what does the statement really mean? I can tell you it does not mean what you've been taught in church all these years. You've been taught wrong. You've been taught it means, well, you were to honor Caesar and honor God, and you probably haven't given that interpretation a second thought because, I mean, let's face it, Romans 13.1 says, you know, uh, um, let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God, so, well, you know, we don't want to honor Caesar, but God put him there, so you figure, okay, let's honor Caesar and, and give him what's his, and let's honor God and give him what's his, but wait a minute. That's not quite right. Honor Caesar and honor God? As if both of them are equally deserving of our honor? I don't think so. But the bigger issue is that, well, yeah, you were supposed to honor the biblical authorities or the governing authorities. There was also a biblical principle that said that, that you may need to, and it's okay to disobey your government if what they're asking you to do causes you to sin. Let me give you an example. The book of Esther. Remember the story of the book of Esther when Haman is trying to convince the king to kill all the Jews? And Esther finds out about it. And what does she say in Esther 4? She says this. She says to her eunuchs and her maid, she said, Go tell Mordecai, gather all the Jews who are present in Shushan and fast for me. Don't eat or drink anything for three days and three nights. My maids and I will fast also. And so I will go to the king, which is against the law. And if I die... I die. So if the government tells you to do something, but it causes you to sin against your God, you don't have to do it. So Caesar was forcing the Jewish people to go against Torah. They didn't have to do it, but when Yeshua said, give to Caesar what is Caesar's and give to God's what is God's, he's dealing with entirely a different issue. It doesn't have anything to do with church and state. That's what we've been told the verse is dealing with, but it's not talking about that at all. Even the church fathers were wrong on this one. Martin Luther once said, For in the New Testament, Moses matters nothing and counts for nothing. Rather, there stands our master Christ, and he subjects us with body and property to Caesar and worldly law, which he says, give to Caesar what is Caesar's. Nope, sorry, Luther, you got that wrong. Or how about this verse from a popular church hymn of the 1700s, which said, Look upon Christ Jesus now, he was the subject low. Do as he did and obey your overlord's commands always. Nope, that's not what's going on here. Yeshua's comment is not about honoring both church and state. That's the Christian interpretation. We need to look at the original Hebraic interpretation. And when we do, we see that the focus of the discussion is not about paying taxes to Caesar. It's about whether it's lawful or permitted to Torah to pay a tax. Is it lawful in Torah to pay taxes? Yes. However, is it lawful to pay that tax when the law of the land demands that the only way you can pay it is with a coin that has a graven image on it, which is a total affront to the Torah that you believe in? No. And when he says, give to Caesar what is Caesar's, and give to God's what is God's, I'm going to tell you right now, here's exactly what he meant. What he's actually saying to them is, what has this Caesar image on it, this image of Caesar on it, this, this, this denarius coin? 
don't worry, we'll be more than happy to give this, this denarius, this gold, this Caesar, this denarius here, this silver, back to Caesar because as far as we're concerned, he can have it. We're Jews. We don't have any use for graven images. But why? Because we answer to a higher authority. So Caesar wants the coin. Give him his coin. But that's all he's getting from us. Because we're giving our allegiance and our worship, not to Caesar, but to God. The God who created us in his image, because to us that's the only image that matters. So guess what? Yeshua isn't only condemning the Torah teachers, but he's also convicting them. He's basically saying to them now, we may be paying a coin to Caesar, but we're paying tribute to our God. Now, how come you Torah teachers aren't doing that? Render to Caesar what is Caesar's has been taught to you that it's a story about governing authorities and church and state. You've been taught wrong. It's not. It never meant that. It's not a story about church and state. This is a story about call to repentance. And when Yeshua said what he said, he didn't come off as a coward who caved into the Roman government, nor did he come off as one who was committing treason because he didn't incite his fellow Jews to break the law. And on top of that, he put his questioners in their place because the very Torah that they were supposed to be upholding was the same Torah that was now convicting them. His questioners were dumbfounded. They had no reply. No kidding. 